Hey friends, welcome to the Thrive Like a Parent podcast. You know those parents who look like they've got it all together? Yep, that's not me. I'm Dr. Brooke Weinstein, mom, widow, and neuroscience expert on all things sensory and emotional regulation. Yep, that's right. I'm here to get down and dirty on the truth behind parenting, education, burnout, neuroscience, widowhood, and the shit show we call life. So come join me for conversations with thought leaders, doctors, and women just like you who aren't afraid to speak the truth and help you find that silver lining between the to-do lists, shit shows, and chaos of parenthood. If you are craving the answers to finally find that sweet spot between chaos and calm, pull up a seat and listen in as I take you from burnt out and surviving to finally thriving. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Thrive Like a Parent podcast. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the fear of slowing down and yet why it's so crucially important to attempt the process of slowing down within your entire life and why it's so important to creating that enjoyment, peace, happiness, and fulfillment within your life. I have said over and over and over, I am for sure a gas pedal. And so the work of my life has been the break of slowing down and learning the art of slowing down. But that doesn't mean that it has been easy. It was enjoyable. It doesn't mean that it was extremely difficult. And I'm beyond proud of where I've come. And there are so many that I now see around me. And I would say, parents hands down are going so incredibly fast because we have to be everywhere at once and keep the lights on and make the lunches and do the laundry and teach our children right from wrong and support them emotionally. But yet we're told, you know, we can do that in a million different ways without natural consequences. And like, I could just go on and on and on of how we've gotten to this place in our life. And that is one of the important things to discuss here today is why am I going so freaking fast? Like, how did I get to this point? I was talking with someone yesterday who is what I would call a high performer doing extremely well within their career. And what that means in terms of doing extremely well within their career is they're supporting their family, but the lengths they are needing to take in order to have that quote life is absolutely incredible and far surpassing 40 hours a week and not really present with their kids because it's really hard to get out of that go, go, go mode. And as they put it, I'm living in survival mode at work. And this isn't just for working parents. Like if you are a stay at home parent or you're both, you're working and a parent, you hands down feel this, like you hands down feel the rush and what it's like to push. I was watching a video that was recreated in 4K from over a decade ago and you watch this video and it's in black and white, of course, and everyone's dressed up in their suits and kids are playing in the streets and you can even watch men on the way to work with their briefcases and the pace at which they are walking is completely different from what majority of us do at this pace of our life. And it was so incredible to observe this and then take it in and say, 
it's incredible how far we've come. And I don't think that enough humans are recognizing how, oh, I'm going to say it, dysfunctional the world is functioning in at the moment. This person I was speaking to yesterday, in order for them to stay at that level and and make what they're making and support their family and have the quote lifestyle that this person has created, they need to stay there. And when I asked how they were feeling within their life, this human shared with me exhausted, depleted, overwhelmed, burnt out, in survival mode, not present, zero balance, really difficult time with transitions from work to home, snapping at my kids. What most don't realize is that when that is how you're feeling, it is simply because you're probably over-functioning. And therefore, if you're over-functioning, you are probably completely overstimulated. And if you're overstimulated too long, that means you are going to step into a dysregulated state of just simply living in survival mode. And if you stay in it long enough, your brain will pattern that way and your brain will stay there. And I kid you not, that's what it was for my brain. Like I patterned my brain to stay in that state. Now, is it understandable for me? 1000%. I think that it started the moment I, probably before, but I would say the majority of it is from the moment I had kids. I had terrible pregnancies, really hard pregnancies. I had preemies and like you just go into action. And a lot of the parents that I work with, when we step into discussing fight or flight and we really break it down, they're like, I've been living like this my whole life. I didn't even understand. Like, I didn't know that. Like, I cannot believe that. I cannot believe that that's how I was living my entire life. And all the brain fog that you feel, all the indecisiveness that you feel, all the insecurities, all the self-hatred or shame or guilt, it stems from a place of an unhealthy brain when you aren't functioning in a place where your brain feels safe and calm and satiated and well taken care of. And I got to tell you, the world just works differently from when our parents were raising us and their parents and their parents. Even technology is wildly different from when you and I were kids. These screens and how fast things go and needing more hours at work and I need you to get back to me within seconds on text message or email or this or that. I don't know if I've ever said this before, but I do not check my email. I don't. I don't check it. I glance through it, but I'm not one that wakes up. I used to be, but I'm not one that wakes up every single morning to check my email. I don't do that anymore. I have an incredible team who helps me with that because I know how inundated that can feel to like need the the zero. Let me look at my phone right now. Let's see. I have 172 emails. It's been a lot higher. It's been a hell of a lot higher. Sometimes I'm like, click, 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 click. And it's just like deleting 400 emails of like things that aren't necessary, right? Promotions and clothing and all the different things. Anyway, but I've had to really hold boundaries for myself of what's important and what are the things that I want to do or feel I need to do within my life. And 
it's not easy to ask for help. It's not easy to gain support. It's not easy to, frankly, slow down. And so often I find that if you hear someone say, well, you just need to slow down, right? Like you need to slow down at work. You need to slow down at home. You need like slow down. There's this immense amount of fear that is just like blown in your face. And it's actually for two different reasons. The first one is, well, what will happen if I slow down? Will that mean I am not as productive? I may make less money. Heck, I may even get fired. I won't get the promotion or I won't get all the things on my to-do list done. You know, I won't be the, the perfect parent and show up to all the different things. I won't be able to give my children the world. And like, there's so much fear of, well, if I slow down, that means that there will be a lack of. If I slow down, that means that something's got to give. And there's nothing that I, I have right now that I could say, mm, sorry, that's got to give. And so we just keep going. We just keep going because of the fear. And it's almost the fear of what will this look like on the other side if I do slow down? It's that crystal ball of like, what will that look like if I release the, it has a lot to do with even perfectionism of like, what will I, what will it look like if I slow my roll? Like what will, like, what will my life look like? There is so much fear in that. But on the other side, right, I said there's two reasons. The other portion of that fear is actually neurological. So your brain thrives on structure, stability, and control. The amygdala does its job by saying, stop, drop, and roll, there's a fire. You got to get out. You got to evacuate. That's what your amygdala is trained to do, okay? But what's happening in today's world and in today's society is that alarm bells are going off within your brain for the slightest, the slightest bit of shift and change from that structure, stability, and control, which your brain so desperately craves, that it fears that the slightest little ding, 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 it's like a smoke detector it's sniffing it out, right? It's like, alert, 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 this isn't going well. And if you pattern your brain that way and you stay there for a really long time, your brain chronically thinks that there's a burning building and there's a fire and you need to chronically stop, drop, and roll. So then when you say, nope, no brain, there is no fire, there is no fire, I'm going to slow down and I'm going to do something different from the norm of what I usually do, that's when your brain goes haywire. And so you push away and you run back to the thing that feels so safe, so incredibly safe because that's what you are used to. And so not only is this an emotional fear, but this is honestly the brain patterns, the neurology portion of the wiring in your brain. Your brain has been patterned to say, oh, that doesn't feel good. That doesn't feel good. So as you know, like I've said over and over, I am a gas pedal and I've had to learn how to slow down, slow my roll. And so while I can tell you all of these things and explain it to you on a neurological basis or an emotional basis, I'm going to give you some examples of how it actually feels within myself as well as some of my clients as examples. 
when I first started slowing down, there was so much fear. And the fear that crept in was, you're lazy. Get up. What are you doing? You should be. A lot of shoulds. Like, you should be XYZing right now. You should. Like, because my brain was patterned to just continue go, 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 going. And so I had to tell myself, nope, you're not lazy. You're not broken. This is what you need to be doing, even though this is wildly uncomfortable right now. I literally, like, if you can hear what I'm saying, I had to self-talk my way through creating new patterns to slow down my brain. And what I was really doing is telling my brain, you are safe. It was going haywire from slowing down because it wasn't used to that. And I had to tell my brain, nope, there is no fire. You are safe because it was something different from my usual safe routine. Now, another layer to that is the sadness and grief that I felt while shifting these patterns because I felt that I was lesser than. There was some shame in it of like a lot of shoulds, right? I just told you. Brooke, you should be able to do all this. You should be able to keep all of it together. You should be able to X, Y, Z. And I got to tell you, that still shows up for me. As a solo parent, as a widow, there are every now and then days where, not often, but I allow those days when it happens and I just feel incredible, incredible sadness for not always being able to do all the things. The way I used to function was, nope, you do those things and you just keep going. But where that was getting me was feeling irritable, possibly snapping at the boys, feeling exhausted, having really high highs and really low lows where I was yo-yoing and crashing and burning. And I was not taking care of myself. I, it was like the Energizer bunny. Like, like I cannot tell, like I was the one with the ding, 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 ding with the drum, just like go, 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 going. It, it was not, I was not regulated. I was not deep down very happy. And I did not have the connection I wanted with the boys. I just didn't. And so that is what I knew I was going to be getting back by becoming more present and enjoying slowing down, enjoying understanding how to be present, like teaching my brain, this is great. Like this is great to be just right here in this moment. But every now and then I have a day where I feel anger or I feel sadness or I feel grief or frustration that I wish, it's like a longing, I wish my brain and body could just keep up to where I could maintain that energizer bunny. And the craziest part is that is false advertising. It doesn't exist. Our brains and body were not meant to function at the rate that we are all currently functioning. And so no wonder there is so much mental health struggles. No wonder there's so much suicide. No wonder there's so much divorce. No wonder there's so much unhappiness in the workplace. No wonder there's so much burnt out, so many burnt out parents, burnt out humans. Like no wonder. But just because I logically know that doesn't mean I'm not still hard on myself on certain days. And you know what I do? I just simply allow it. 
I just allow it. There's no victim. There's no pity party. It's just, this is exactly how you feel for the day. And it's okay to feel that way because I know it is part of the acceptance of slowing down, absolutely slowing down. I will never forget a client years ago had this grand plan to organize every single closet in her house while she had the house to herself for an entire week, an entire week. And she came to our group call and she was like, I didn't do any of it. And she was beating herself up. Oh, not only did she want to organize the closets, she said she was going to clean the baseboards. That doesn't sound like fun. Sure, maybe it needs to get done, but like that doesn't sound like fun. And she said she just simply allowed herself to lay on the couch and rest. She felt guilt and shame and, quote, lazy. But I gave her so much praise because... If your brain and body is telling you, I need you to sit down, if your brain and body is telling you, I'm tired, if your brain and body is saying, I'd rather lay on the couch than clean the baseboards, maybe your brain and body is telling you that because it actually needs a rest. Not because you're damaged, not because you're broken, not because you're bruised, not because you're lazy, but maybe because that's what your brain and body is signaling and telling you it needs. But somehow we have all gotten into this pattern of just bamboozling the heck out of those messages, ignoring them to the point where you don't even hear them anymore and you just keep stepping on the gas. I gotta tell you, like if you have the house to yourself for an, an entire week and you're utilizing that peace and quiet and calm to clean the baseboards, no way, that is sacred, sacred time. We all tend to forget how little peace and quiet as parents we get, and you need to utilize that. Now, the last piece to this is what do you get? What do you get when you do the repatterning, tell your brain it's okay to slow down, work through the hard funk that comes out in your brain and all the different things and all the shoulds and all like, what do you get to write that crystal ball? Okay. Like, cool, you're telling me like I need to slow down and you're telling me that I have fear emotionally and neurologically, but like, let's say I listen to this. Let's say I actually do try to slow down. Where, where does that get me? Like, where, where am I going to be after this? Well, I can't tell you where you individually will be because it's your life to create, but I can tell you where I'm at and I can tell you what slowing down has done for me. Despite learning to step on the brakes and continuing to make small, simple shifts within my life. The work for me is never over. The work for any of us, none of us, like it's, it's, it's the work of my life and evolving and the journey of life. Like this is, it's one of my favorite parts of my life is evolving as a human. Probably the most fun portion of my life is self-growth and learning and growing and shifting at like it's incredible to watch the power and strength and ability that we as individuals have over our own vessel, our own brain. And we don't even realize that we look exteriorly for fixes and exteriorly for validation and safety. And I would say probably when I just spoke that word safety, that is probably hands down one of the biggest pieces for me that I have 
been gifted with is the gift of safety within my own brain and my own body. I have such a level of trust within myself, trust within my thoughts, trust within my vulnerability, trust within the human that I am, trust within the individual person and, and the characteristics that make up me. I also have trust in the hard days. I also have trust in the fear. I also have trust in the struggles. I was talking to some of my clients last week and I said, raise your hand if you have had one of those really, really hard moments, like crying on the bathroom floor in a ball, really hard moments. And what's going through your brain is it's okay to feel this way. And I know this is exactly where I need to be right now. And it was to a group of alumni who've gone through my program and they all raised their hand and they smirked and kind of smiled and nodded. And I was like, that's what it's about. The safety and trust that it's okay to simply be right where you're at and have that presence of life and not want to run. That fight or flight is the feeling of wanting to run away from your own feelings, wanting to run away from your kids when they're snapping and when you're snapping or when they're bickering and that running away or zoning out on your phone, that's wanting to survive. But sitting in it and being like, this is exactly where I'm at right now and it's more than okay, that's thriving. That is for sure thriving within your own individual life of exactly where you're at and being present to the journey of life present to that journey that we all have no idea how long we get. Other areas of my life that have shifted from me slowing down are, I mean, honestly, it's my whole life, but the connection with my children is incredible because I've slowed down enough to create and build that connection over years and years of time. My business is stronger because we're not rushing and going and do it like we're just taking small steps one foot in front of the other i feel more grounded i feel more capable i feel more situated i feel more peace i feel more joy i feel more present to live each and every single day that i'm here on this earth because we really could blink and and something can happen in a blink of an eye and sometimes there's things in your life or stories that we hear on the news and it jolts us back into reality of like, shit, things can happen fast. But just as soon as it jolts us, somehow it fades and we get right back into the grind. And it, it's like, what's the point if we're, if we're just rushing through life? Where, where are you going? What are you rushing through? Like what, right? To, to get the bigger house or to get the bigger paycheck or to get the bigger car? Like, if you've got a car and it runs, great. That may feel wildly uncomfortable as you may have your own goals. Like you get to go after your goals, but at what cost are you enjoying your life while going after those goals? And while there is no balance is, is a false perception of reality. Like you'll never truly find balance. I tell individuals all the time, like most come to me and it's crash and burn, crash and burn, crash and burn. And when they're finished with me, it's rolling hills of, ooh, that didn't feel good, but okay, I got this. Like, ooh, okay, here's another one, right? That's so much better than that crash and burn. But I literally tell them, I say, I cannot give you a straight line. I cannot give you balance because it's a false reality. There's always going to be ups and downs and in between, but the vast polarity of the highs versus the lows, that is what we can minimize. That is what we can decrease. 
we can make a smaller window between the heightened state and possibly that eh, not so great state. But riding the wave and enjoying your life and feeling settled and actually smelling the roses is what it's about. And it's honestly the key. It is the key to longevity. It's the key to mental health. It's the key to physical health and joy. And it's, it's everything. It's absolutely everything. You know, think of, think for a moment. And even if you want to shut your eyes and kind of take a deep breath in and think to yourself, okay, where, if there's anywhere in the world, like where would I go on a vacation right now? Now, if you said Disney world, that's just, that's just something else, but maybe you chose the mountains or the beach or out of the country somewhere or someplace you've been dying to go for a really long time. But think of the feeling of how it feels to be on vacation. Fingers crossed there's peace and calm and respite, right? To your own body. For me, in my head, the opposite of a vacation would be someplace like Disneyland. That sounds like I'm revving my engine. And if you can take those two feelings and think to yourself, how do I want to feel in my everyday life? I'm choosing the spa over Disneyland any day. And I literally, I work towards that every single day of, no joke, walking slower, talking slower, chewing slower, being present, and filling the day, filling the moments. You would be amazed at your, the shift within your brain if you could just start by simply saying, there's no rush. Like, where do I have, I don't have anywhere to be. Like, there's no rush. You'd probably slow down when you're folding laundry. You'd probably slow down when you're cooking a meal. You'd probably slow down. And I know it's like at dinner, your kids want 15 different things. But think about if you slowed down and you were like, okay, does everyone have everything they need? Okay, let's eat, right? Like, just like slow down your role. Like, it's wildly uncomfortable, but our brains and bodies, again, weren't meant to do as much as we are currently pushing them to do in the span of a day, of a 24-hour day. They weren't meant to do this. So anything other than what feels natural to your brain and body, which you may need to go on an exploration and a journey to find it, which is what I had to do, it takes time. It takes effort. But is it worth looking that fear in the face and saying, mm-mm-mm, I got you. Like, mm-mm, there is no burning building today. I am not stopping, dropping, and rolling, and doing all the shebang. Like, I'm not. I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to feel it, and I'm going to be uncomfortable. And instead of cleaning the baseboards, I'm going to lay my ass on the couch and enjoy so the next time that you find yourself looking and saying, oh, I have an extra 10 minutes, ask yourself really how you feel and what you want to do with that time. Ask yourself if taking a mental break prior to walking in the door to see your children after work, if that would benefit you, your children, and your partnership. Ask yourself if a weekend away or ask yourself if Asking for some support from family or friends or, 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 or sitters or like, ask yourself, what do I need to take care of me? 
What do I need to start slowing down? Because it is the key, key component to brain health, to enjoyment within your life, and to connections with the ones you love most. And that dream vacation that you were just salivating over, if you are running a million miles a minute, but then you boop, get on a plane and you're like, oh, okay, I'm just supposed to relax. Can you? Or was it wildly uncomfortable to just sit there and relax? I'm going to wrap up by saying take some time to think about the goals that are important to you and why. You can have those goals. I can be the example of I still have goals. I'm going after those goals and dreams and hopes and creating the life that I want for myself and my children. But I'm doing it at a pace that works for me. And I'm doing it at a pace that feels really healthy and good for my brain and body. And you can have that too. So go get it. And until next time, take care of yourself. XOXO, Dr. B.